Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's happening, everybody? Here's Up In Depth. We're back with a bunch of Disney news. We took a week off, I guess, or at least I had to compress the regular show um, to do the first two weeks of October. So now, this week and next week, playing catch up with the news, Jeremy. Are you free next week? (laughs) Well, that's a sprung that one on me. Yeah. 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 What happened? Because I was like, I actually kind of expected... Like it was early last week and I was like, oh, I guess we'll record. And then you were like regular show. And I was like, I guess we're not recording it. And I didn't know what was going on. Uh, Terrence so just, happened. Whatever. Oh, well, that's exciting, though. Yeah, we back. had to reschedule the uh, the spooky stories show to accommodate Terrence because I wanted him on the show. And uh, we, you know, we sort of already planned for it. And then he's like, sure. oh, no, I can't. We had to move the thing around like 400 times. But we did. Well, I say worth it for Terrence. I guess you don't agree. I agree. <laughs> Swig. I agree. You know, that means that that is good. I applaud it. I'm not going to yeah. uh, go against that. I'm going to celebrate. Uh, yeah, I think you should. But uh, next year, I want you I want you on to do a story. I want you to write a, a spooky story for us. That's not my thing. I don't do that. I it's don't no, I don't I don't come up. I can't come up with things from uh, from nothing. You know what? You and Bev should team up and write a story together because she can't either. She's like terrible at it. She freaks out about it. But I think you and Bev together, I think, would write a funny story, a good spooky no, you, story. You're terrible at putting people together. What you have to do is you want. I'm awesome comp- at it. You want people whose talents complement each other. You don't want people who are both weak at the same thing doing the same thing. No, 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 no. Nay, nay, nay. <laughs> Bev does it and she pulls it off she hates doing it and she's she has a hard time doing it but she does it and i feel like you and her could come up with an idea she would write it and then that would be your guys's joint story well i'll consider it but i okay. don't think it's so so <laughs> i don't think it's so i don't think it's so <laughs> i yeah. can't i can't come up with anything out of the blue i i can make fun of things that already exist but that's all <laughs> That's what I have. Well, you got a year to think about it. Okay. All right. good. But I demand, I demand you. I can start storyboarding tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it was cool though, man. It was a good time and, um, you know, had a lot of fun. My good. story probably was the best. Terrence <laughs> had a carousel of progress in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, do they all weave in an element of Disney? Yeah. What was your element? My element was um, Kim Irvine. Oh jeez! Trying to, uh, trying to basically wake up the entity that lives underneath the parks to uh, take over the world. And Bob Chapek. Well, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but Bob Chapek 
um, is uh, is not only a hero in real life, but he's a hero in my story. Oh, we'll see about that tonight. I think. <laughs> oh no, really? I've got some. I've got some negotiations to talk about. Hmm, I don't oh, know, yeah. man. We'll your see. Your your baby boy. Oh no, he was doing so good too. He'll still be fine. He'll come out of it already. <laughs> he was sure. I think he was. Well, to be fair, he has been doing good so far. I approve right. of several things. For example, <laughs> getting rid of harmonious. There we go. <laughs> I'm on board with that. He he saw that thing and was like, "It's done." Yeah. Take those barges and burn them. And I, I say, JPEG, Mazel. <laughs> you would. All right. Well, let's jump into it, Jeremy. Okay. Why don't you start as I think you have more sto- three stories yeah. to my two. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Well, that sounds good. This is more of an update. I believe we talked, we spoke about this woman. I want to say early on in our news careers. Ooh. And uh, she's sort of back in the press. Not entirely sure, but it's still a very funny story. A former Bucks County woman. This is in uh, Philadelphia. A former Bucks, yeah, Bucks County. Bucks County is in, in PA. It's right outside of there. There you go. Um, who sparked national outrage. National outrage. 13 years ago by falsely claiming she had been kidnapped when she actually had gone to Walt Disney World. Is <laughs> back in trouble with the law. Bonnie Sweeten, what's called a master con woman by a federal judge, had been charged in connection with a scheme to steal from an employer who was trying to give her a second chance and that's you know sad and whatever apparently her employer was like her friend who they've known each other for a long time but this lady um issued dozens of unauthorized company checks to herself stole checks that had been mailed to the company which she then fraudulently endorsed over to herself and used a company credit card to make tens of thousands of dollars of personal purchases i don't know why it took tens of thousands of dollars for the employer to be like hey hold on a second (laughs) What are you spending your money on? You know what I mean? This woman has a history of fraud. You don't just give someone like that a credit card and be like, I'll check it. And I'll check the statement every quarter and we'll see what's going on. Yeah. Hey, Bonnie, may I see you in my office? (laughs) Yeah, right. Seems to be a miss. Yeah. Sorry. I've been, I've been an absentee owner, (laughs) Uh, but this is where it involves Disney. and, And I think it's pretty funny. I don't know why. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's really sad. In the 2009 kidnapping hoax case, which, by the way, 2009 was 13 years ago. It does not feel that way. Uh, Sweden no. called nine. <laughs> I almost said 9-11. I'm stupid. Sweden called 911 and claimed to have been carjacked along with her nine year old daughter. Sweden, who is white, said that two black men had rear ended her SUV in Lower Bucks County and abducted the girl and her. She told the dispatcher that she was calling from the trunk of the kidnappers Cadillac triggering a massive police dragnet. Sweeten and her daughter turned up the next day at a luxury resort at Walt Disney World. <laughs> she had used the driver's license of a former coworker to purchase plane tickets from Philly the day she had fled. And for that, she was sentenced to nine months in county prison. She's back in the news, Jeremy. That's all. It has nothing to do with anything. Sorry, I'm a little bit distracted because someone's running a shower in my building, and that means that, I don't know if you can hear it, but the pipes go... I can. Yeah. Someone's taking a, f- a shower. Wow. That's like a high pitch. That's weird. It's a high pitch squeak. And I can't, I don't like that happens sometimes when people run the hot water here. It's the pipes in the wall, but hang on. I'm sorry uh, to interrupt this fantastic story about Bonnie. Oh, it stopped. I can't hear anymore. Well, I, guess I kept muting my mic because I'm like, <laughs> I kept hearing this. it sounded like someone playing the highest note on a recorder. Maybe this is my neighbor's attempt at getting back at me for the <laughs> months of COVID. We're going to show this, dude. 
gonna get him. Run the shower, Betty. It's time. <laughs> He's trying to record that show they do. <laughs> anyway, um, so she's a, turns up at a luxury resort. She yeah. used someone else's driver's license. I don't understand why she needed to throw two men under the bus and pretend she was in a trunk in order to get to the Grand Floridian. Like, it seems like a convoluted story. I agree. I don't understand what is happening, but it was, uh, that's, I guess why it's, you know, it, it seems funny. doesn't feel like anybody really got hurt. I feel bad for her child having to go through that. Right. But, um, you know, the next day she turned up at a luxury resort. <laughs> Here I <laughs> like, am. God, dude. But I, yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know. It's weird. I wonder why she even made the call in the first place. Just go to Disney world. Just go Just go. Just do it. Maybe they maybe they wouldn't give her any vacation time, so she had to come up with the okay. They won't give me the days off. How do we get out of coming to work? <sighs> All right, I'm gonna call the cops. Yeah, from the trunk of a car. Taryn did not that, but <laughs> one one time for her other boss, two three bosses ago, who was a total jerk boss. Uh, we called halfway down the five. We pulled over on like a like a super eight or something like that on the five. And uh, Taryn called and was like, I just, I have a migraine. I just can't, I can't make it. And I'm really sorry, but I'm like puking. And then uh, she hung up and we finished our drive and went down to Disneyland. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you broadcast that now. Yeah. What are you going to do? She's on blast. That's right. Uh, what do you got? Blast. What do you got, Jared? They want better wages and a retirement, but Jason's favorite CEO says, go get bent. <laughs> The Services Trade Council Union, which is itself a group of six individual unions representing around 43,000 cast members at Walt Disney World in Florida, has failed in its additional two days of contract negotiations with the Walt Disney Company to come to a new contract agreement. Hmm. Negotiations not going so well between the Walt Disney Company and their employees. Yeah. Local 365, a participating union, says while progress has been made, many key issues remain unresolved between the cast members and the Walt Disney Company. Some of those unresolved issues include, you know, such minor things as wages, health care, retirement, paid parental leave, coordinator and trainer premium, the addition of a Juneteenth holiday and hour guarantees. So these are all places of contention. This, these are things that the, 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 the workers want. Yes, they would like wages and health care. Okay, right. And Disney wow. seems to be against those yeah. things. According to local unions, they were seeking a pay increase of, get this, $5 in total to be spread over three years. How dare them? They should get a $5 reduction over three years just for asking. How dare you ask? Now we're right. taking it away. Don't you even ask questions. So f- that's the hopes of making $5 more an hour in three years from now, which certainly is not keeping up with the inflation we're dealing with currently. Right. That's a loss. Disney countered instead with $1 per year over five years. So they said, we'll give you the extra $5, but Mm. you can have to take another two years to get there. That doesn't make sense. Why? Can't give them more than a dollar a year, like over five years. That doesn't make any sense. Like just fundamentally, it's just a, it feels like just a, a strong arm move just to have something to counter with. Right. Like, like just to put like, the person oh. on the back foot where it's like, oh, we'll give you what you want, but you have to wait longer for it just for no reason at all. Just it's a frivolous to, just negotiation. The, yeah. Right. Just for the, the act of negotiating rather than being right. like, oh, is that what you wanted? Yeah. We kind of had that in mind. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. 
in the absence of a new contract, the current contract will be extended on a month to month basis until a new agreement can be made with the stipulation that any wage increases that they do eventually agree upon will be retroactive to the beginning of October when the original contract ran out. Consider that Disney World raised ticket prices back in February, recently introduced far reaching price increases on food and drink and Disneyland Resort increased its ticket pricing by as much as 9% just last week. Also keep in mind, at Disney's most recent earnings call through their third quarter, revenue at the company had increased 28% to a staggering $62 billion just for three quarters with operating income increasing 70% to over $10 billion just in nine months, with $6.4 billion of that being tied to parks, experiences, and products, which is, of course, the division that is negotiating with these cast members. So $6.4 billion in operating income, which isn't tr- their total net profit, mm-hmm. but it is a measure of profit, I think, before taxes and depreciation depreciation and amortization and things like that. But for the most part, it is once cost of goods and salary, it actually is, that's their profit after they, after payroll. So yeah, right. That's left over after you've already paid people. So I did the math. Okay. Rough, you know, rough back of the napkin kind of. Math. Sure. Not exactly anything. Yeah. Want to We're going in depth finally. So if you assume that all 43,000 of those employees are full time, okay. which they're not, but let's go with let's let's go with worst case scenario. Let's say they're full time. So they're getting 40 hours a week. If you give them a dollar an hour, all those 40 times 40. I, I think I did 41,000 because I've got differing numbers. So a dollar an hour a week times 40 times uh, 52 weeks times 43, 41,000 in place. It's 82 million dollars a year, 82 or 85 million dollars a year. That's less than one percent of their profit. <laughs> so wild to me. So, that is what so is going For a company who is family friendly, raising prices left and right, has has admittedly has image problems with their current CEO. Like what an easy win it is to say, let's take eighty two million dollars and give it to our people. Forget. And also, this is a contract that's five years long. So you don't even have to worry about this for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Here's two million over five years. Figure it out. The harmonious barges cost that much and they lasted you a year and a half. You're trashing them in six months because your Imagineer sucks so bad. So how about you actually make a worthwhile investment in the people who are actually providing an experience? Right. The easiest win in the world is to just say, yes, yes. Times are tough. Inflation's here. Cost of living has gone up. Yes, you guys deserve it because this is how much money we made off of the backs of you, off of the effort that you put in and the magic and energy that you put into your jobs is the reason we're able to make this much money. So here, have some more in the form of a raise. That's what every job does. Everybody gets a raise in in places, but except apparently not, you know, entertainment. Uh, and also, so this is also a rougher number. I don't know this exactly, but I feel like I read this briefly so do not totally quote me on this we may need to look it up but i believe that if that is 82 million if my math is correct and that 82 million is correct which Mm -hmm. admittedly could be very wrong because i'm not that (laughs) smart but if let's say 82 million is correct wasn't bob chapek's bonus 32 million so 32 million for one person but they can't figure out 82 to 85 million for forty three thousand people right are you kidding me yeah that's crazy for that bald guy to run around I don't, and, and make, and, you know, and, and give us guardians of the galaxy coaster. That's only a bunch of screens. I don't think so. 
It's yeah, I, I will never understand that. We've covered sort of labor negotiations for both sides of the parks for a couple of years now or whenever it happens, you know, and it, it always amazes me how stingy this park is with the amount of money they want to charge us to come in and experience this and look at these employees who in some cases are living out of their car, who can't really afford to have three meals, have to you know share apartments with people and commute an hour away because it's the only livable area around town to for them to be based right. on the living wage that they're or the quote living wage that they're being paid at the parks. I just don't get it. I pay these people better. Pay people what they're worth. Come on. Be be the company that we want to feel good going to. We want to feel like instead of just nostalgia, we want to feel like the people who work here are being taken care of also. Right. Like if I'm going to pay four dollars for a water, I want to know that it's not just going to Bob P- Bob JPEG's 80, 32 million dollar bonus. RGH in the chat is saying that my math is not that far off. He's saying it's based on 43,000 employees. It's 87 million. So I wasn't that far off. How about that? There you go. Who would have known? Who oh, would have known? that. So right there. There you go. Coming at you right straight from RGH. Don't take it from me. If you don't want to take it from me, take it from RGH. Yeah, someone has to. <laughs> Our friends at the 21st Amendment Brewery welcome the warmer weather with the release of their brand new hoppy pilsner, Coaster Pills. With a label that depicts a magical portal into an amusement park of flavors, Coaster Pills has a good time around every turn. Coaster Pills is wonderfully clear and bright with a beautiful straw color and tight white bubbles. It has a snappy flavor with crisp lines and wonderful citrus tropical hoppy flavors and aromas. Plus, at 5.4% ABV, it'll help you coast right through your day like only the 21st Amendment can. Coaster Pills, as well as our summertime favorite Hell or High Watermelon Wheat, are available wherever you find great craft beer. That's right. All right, hit me with a story. This is a sad one. Oh. But it's also, I don't know if it's, it's also acceptable. How about that? Okay. An 83-year-old Disney guest suffers a cardiac event on the people mover and dies. Well... Okay, I'll hold comment back until the end, but I have thoughts. Yes, let's do that. Um, An 83-year-old Disney World guest with a pre-existing medical condition died. Yeah, he's 83. That's the condition. (laughs) Right, yeah. Living this long. Uh, Died after riding the Tomorrowland Transit Authority people mover. The report uh, that was released by the state on Tuesday said on September 25th, the man experienced a, quote, cardiac event and later passed away. According to the sheriff's report obtained by Florida politics, the man had a pacemaker and was diagnosed with several medical conditions, including diabetes and hypertension. Several medical conditions. Jeez. This guy was held together with spit and glue, man. Oh, my. A doctor determined that the man had a large artery blockage in his heart. The report also stated the man's death was deemed natural given the underlying medical conditions. The death involved the slow moving tram marked the first reported death at a major Florida theme park since May 2021. Under an agreement with the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, Florida's largest theme parks are permitted to self-report guest injuries that happens on rides and also require at least 24 hours of hospitalization. Anyway, that was basically it. Just a quick report. Well, Poor old man died on the people mover. I don't know. It, it sounds like I think it sounds like maybe he, he died at the hospital. I don't think he died physically on the people mover. Um, but, uh, you know, someone posted this in the discord and we're like, wow. I mean, that's sort of a way to go on the people mover. Just chilling. Well, 
Disney always says that you die at the hospital. They never, no one dies in Disney. So they will hold, they will hold you together like weekend at Bernie's until they get to that celebration <laughs> hospital. And then it's like, Oh, you're dead. You know, they don't want anyone actually dying there. So who knows where he actually died, but I oh, agree with you. It happened on the people mover. So here's a little bit more. Uh, the report says uh, the wife of the man uh, began to panic. She began asking for help and attempted to contact family members who were at the park. As the ride came to the end, Disney staff and security responded to the scene where CPR was initiated. He was taken to the hospital in celebration where medical staff tried to save his life for 30 minutes. Yeah, he was just he just had the heart attack on the on the machine there, but he lasted at the hospital for a little bit. So you made a point earlier, which was, boy, if you're going to go. Yeah, apparently go he, on the people move. I, and he, I hope I do. Yeah, I know. What a lucky guy. Um, he enjoyed visiting Disney World. That was one of the things that he uh, really uh, liked. So I don't know. Man. I I, I, that's like the thing, right? If, if, if you can't go in your sleep. At least right. go doing something that you just like really enjoy doing. I'm sure in yeah. that in the moment that it's happening, that's not cool. And obviously the ride to the hospital, and all that kind of, you know, garbage that happens to you when they're trying to like save your life. That's not so cool, but it beats like, you know, I don't know, getting angry at someone in the supermarket <laughs> and then having a cardiac event or, you know what I mean? At least you were doing something that you really loved and, um, you know, uh, you know, respects to this man and his uh, his family. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe it's not the way to go. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know if I want it. If it's something I love, what an awful punctuation to something that I love. Oh, and I'm dead. I think maybe I would rather have good memories of what I loved than die yelling at someone in the supermarket. Right. That's when I should die. You know, you suck. I'll tarnish my memories of ShopRite. I don't want to tarnish my memory of <laughs> the Magic Kingdom. So maybe, I don't mm. know, I, maybe I, I could go either way on this one. Okay, that's fair. But I do think, uh, I hope he enjoyed the fact that he died doing what he loved, riding the People Mover. People Mover is one of my favorite rides, by the way. Mm -hmm. It's great. And it will never I, come I back to Disneyland. I, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's coming back. And I can't wait for that announcement. You can keep the 100, but I want you to know it's coming back. When? Well, I don't have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't know you got a job at a, a blog company. I think we need a new bet. Okay. I feel like it was really, but you know, it has to come natural. We can't force it. You're right. We can't force it. How many stories do you have left? One. One. I bring two. The agreement was we do two. I know. Each. You seem to, you show up. You're like, I, have I was seven. just asking. It's okay. called editing. Let me do one. <laughs> <laughs> I love editing. I love doing that. That's my favorite word. I actually like it. Well, you, you know what? You're right. Some, burp, burp, burp. some of these things need to be discussed, yeah. but they're not a whole, it's right. <laughs> 10 minutes of discussion. Like, it's like, here's what happened. Yeah. Like the, the, the man dying. Like uh, that's, you know, I think it's, um, <sighs> I don't know, interesting. I don't know. Relevant. Sure. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a talking point about the thing that we do. Um, it's certainly but it's food not, for thought. Yeah. It's not a five minute, like, what are you going to write? I mean, I'm not going to sit there and rewrite this article about this man. You know what I mean? No. You know what though? It gives me a lot of thought though. Cause like 83, I'm exactly halfway. I'm actually, it's a hair closer than half. Like I'm halfway through to 83. Yeah. I don't really love that. I hope I can make it a little bit longer. Oh, for sure, man. Getting older, uh, you know, your forties, you sort of, you know, so you realize like, am I halfway done? Yeah. That's the thing I don't really quite love. <laughs> yeah. And halfway thing. you can still laugh. Like I hope when I'm 83, I can still go to the parks right. it, provided that 
it's something I want to do, but I can still get out and do stuff and be active. Right. That's what I, when I, whenever I hear about, you know, older people passing away, not at home, not in bed or whatever, you know what I mean? I always think about how cool it is for them to be out and doing the thing, doing any activity. And that's what I hope. I hope to have like mobility and my brains about me. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. That's what I hope more than anything. Cause nothing beats like, like my grandma was, you know, early nineties and she just was like, mentally I'm all together, but my body does not cooperate with me and I hate it. And it's like, that's sad. Oh, I hate that. But yeah, it stinks. Yeah. Uh, Let me do one quick story. Another quick story. We're gonna take a break. Come back. You got a story. I got a story. We're done. I love it. All right. I approve. Well, I don't know if you knew this, uh, Jeremy, but uh, Florida had a hurricane event last week or the week before or whatever it was. Did you hear about this? I heard. Not only did I hear about it, I didn't we record a show during it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, hurricane Ian. Or is it Ian? Ian. No, I like I'm a big Ian Zeering fan, so I like to say Ian. <laughs> I know you knew you right. I saw that poster. <laughs> Uh, many Walt Disney World cast members volunteered to ride out the storm at the resorts, helping guests feel safe. As the storm approached, many Disney volunteers, volunteers, right, collected and delivered resources to local organizations in preparation. That included nearly 1,000 water bottles for the Osceola Council on Aging, bedding supplies for individuals taking shelter at Salvation Army, and hundreds of vital hygiene products for Hope Partnership. Hope Community Center and the Sharing Center. And once wow. Hurricane Ian left, hundreds of Disney volunteers quickly mobilized to help impacted families and neighboring communities clean up debris, pack disaster relief kits, and sort through donations for areas in critical need. And since the storm, volunteers have packed more than 15,000 disaster relief kits alongside local organizations, including disaster relief meal kits at Second Harvest Food Bank of Central Florida. Just that's it. Brief commentary. Uh, what's going on? Disney uh, cast members are volunteering down there and uh, helping the community out. And I like that. And for that, they can't even get five dollars an hour raise over three over three years. Well, this is exactly the point I was going to make is how wonderful that is. What great marketing it is for the Walt Disney Company. Mm-hmm. And all these people are hoofing it around, helping out their local community. Where's Daddy tomorrow? Is he getting his uh, <laughs> diesel jeans dirty doing any of this? I don't think so. He's out in uh, California counting the savings on these people's paycheck. And they are the ones who are not only act doing good work and providing help for their community, which is wonderful and uh, admirable. Yeah. But that's a lot of free good press for the company. Absolutely. All, all tomorrow has to, to do for. is just show up there. Lob a roll of paper towels at everybody and then leave. And that's it. Oh, and you know, he would, that guy would be cheesing from ear to ear. There isn't a camera around that that guy isn't running in front of with that's a true. rubber glove and a paper towel roll. That guy's disgusting. <laughs> and he's not attractive also. Can we stop pretending that people do say he's very attractive and I, you know, I don't, I mean, he has like a handsome per. He has, he has handsome qualities about him. But I wouldn't say like uh, he gets a pass because he's super hot, which is what Twitter thinks. Twitter thinks he's the hottest thing since me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah this guy's the hottest thing since Petros. <laughs> yeah, but you got to see Twitter. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That's the other thing. Uh, all right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break. And we're going to come right back and finish up our stories here in depth. Don't go away. 
in-depth, reporting Disney news that's probably not made up. All right, welcome back, everybody. All right, Jerry, what you got for us? Epcot was going to open a pavilion called Play, but Disney leadership seems to have said nay. (laughs) (laughs) You could have gone no way, but you went nay, which is very funny. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. It seems yet another part of the once ballyhooed Epcot overhaul that was originally announced in 2017, believe it or not. That's how long I've been going on about this has fallen on the ash heap of history like so many of the other announcements Disney once touted. The Play Pavilion, which was supposed to take over the long-since-abandoned Wonders of Life Pavilion in Future World East, which is actually now known as World Discovery, is rumored to officially have been canceled as Disney senior leadership descended upon the Walt Disney Resort, Walt Disney World Resort this week for its retreat. Sources are pointing to Big Daddy Josh tomorrow himself as having pulled the plug and canceling the <laughs> pavilion. It's all on him, baby. So your boy Chapek escapes unscathed. That's right, of course, because he can do no wrong. He's the Teflon. You tell him, Teflon I don't know, Bob. man. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Details on the pavilion's offering have always been scanned, but according to some with inside knowledge, many of the new pavilion's exhibits had already been installed. To be sure, since the COVID-19 pandemic, guests could easily see work being done on the Golden Domed Roof building. The Play Pavilion was presumably part of Bob Chapek's vision to make Epcot more Disney, more family, more timeless, and more relevant than ever. The Epcot Experience Preview Center, when talking about the new Play Pavilion, basically just showed a bunch of pixelated Disney characters dancing. <laughs> that sounds please, cool. Please it's all vaporware the- at this point. Like, it just doesn't <laughs> exist. Right. Leaves a little to the imagination. Uh, by the way, how can something be timeless and relevant at the same time? Like, isn't that sort of a contradiction? Like, if it's relevant, it's like super here and now. But if it's timeless, it's just kind of always. Right. Yeah, you can't you can't so. be. uh It's just going to be more everything. That's right. More of the buzzwords you've been looking for. (laughs) Epcot, the magic of buzzwords. (laughs) One source claimed, one of my sources claimed that an Imagineer who had recently been assigned to the project of the Play Pavilion has confirmed that it has, this is internal, uh, gossip Mm -hmm. that the project has been scrapped because this Imagineer has been taken off the Play Pavilion project and now reassigned to Splash Mountain. Wow. Well, obviously, because that's getting its overhaul. So they've taken Imagineers off it. Many of the original Imagineers who had initiated work on the Play Pavilion were let go during rounds of layoffs when the COVID-19 pandemic struck in early 2020. So the first wave got the boot, then they put more Imagineers on it, and now they've pulled them off. Observers initially raised eyebrows over the Play Pavilion last summer when Disney paved over and installed permanent planters and garden beds over the entryway path that leads to the pavilion. So one would think that you wouldn't install a permanent, you know, a seemingly permanent piece of landscaping only to if you were going to dig it up in a few weeks later when the, with the, the, you know, the opening of the pavilion. Yeah. So that was that, that was already, everyone was like, what are they doing? Why just put some, just put those like, you know, boxed shrubs you always put up in everything <laughs> on wheels. Right. You know, but they like literally dug it up, poured in the ground, you know, the, the sand or whatever you put plants in. I don't know. Sand. What do you put plants in? <laughs> Dirt generally. Dirt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sand. <laughs> Oh, uh, pop rocks. They fill it with pop rocks. And put the, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. So people were a little, you know, that, that raised some questions. 
So for those keeping track of the announced Epcot overhaul, that's Spaceship Earth, canceled. Mary Poppins in the UK, canceled. Updated China movie. I mean, I guess it's canceled. It hasn't happened yet. All you have to do is switch the DVD, guys. I don't know what we're waiting for on this one. Festival Center, that's officially canceled. Now the Play Pavilion seems to be officially canceled, though it's not. No one's made any announcements. The new nighttime spectacular Harmonious lasted about a year and a half. That's gone. So uh, not it's mercifully going to be taking its final bow. So even things that uh, did make it are being scrapped. Many things that, that were announced not happening. So this thing's a disaster. To be fair, we did get the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster. The Moana Journey of Water is making progress towards its completion. Now here we are. I mean, in 2017 to 2022, they can't install these fountains. What's going on? <laughs> and uh, the Remy ride in France has come to fruition. So these results are, I suppose, at best mixed. Honestly, I couldn't have been less excited about this play pavilion. I don't generally travel to Epcot with children, but this has helped. Generally. Usually. <laughs> This uh, this play pavilion seemed like a weak concept in the beginning. They never yeah. really told us what the hell was going to be going on in there. And it didn't seem to fit in World Discovery, that theme of World Discovery, but oh, go play. Yeah, and so, it, it's, a, it's a bad name anyways. Also, it's sort of the name sort of was like, well, we're, not, we're putting low energy into this. Name's not very good. And then maybe they have a better concept coming now. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you know, that seems like the Imagineers. They've got something better coming. <laughs> I haven't seen something better in a while from these people, but I'm waiting. That's so right. anyway, Play Pavilion seems to be canceled. What's going on over there? This company is crazy right now, dude. Got a lot yeah, of weird stuff being announced and then not announced. And then I don't know. It's just interesting because Harmonious, these barges cost millions and millions of dollars. They are scrapping them. They're, they are. That's for sure. They're removing them. And it's not for sure, but okay. It's about as sure as I get. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not, well, I'm not at the moment ready to put a hundred dollars down on it, but I oh. believe they're going away okay. Two. So, and part of this has already been installed, but you have to think if they're going to throw away these million dollar barges, pulling the plug on this un, unfinished pavilion, <laughs> that's nothing for, for tomorrow. Yeah. I, I mean, just, how many pairs of jeans is that? Who knows? <laughs> you know, his jeans are like $200 a pair. Of course. Which is pretty cheap, I guess. I don't know. All right, Jeremy. Well, are you familiar with, I know you are, the uh, Society of Explorers and Adventurers? I'm not, actually. Oh. I mean, I've heard that. I've heard those words. Yeah. But I don't really know what that, what that is. Yeah, neither do I. But, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> okay. it's, some, it's some nonsense that goes on in Disney World. Okay. Sea, right? The Sea Explorers or whatever. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, you ruined that. Thanks. You were supposed oh. to say, oh, yes, I love them. <laughs> and I was supposed to say, well, uh, let me tell you. Um, do, you want me, do you want to start over? Yeah, let's start over. Jeremy, are you familiar with the uh, Society of Explorers and Adventurers? Oh, yes. I love them. Oh, well, let me tell you. Uh, we've talked a little bit, I think, about uh, they are, they being Disney, are starting a project to have a Disney Plus series based around the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, then news comes out that Ryan Reynolds wants sure. to write a movie based on the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. Okay. Which I find uh, very, <laughs> very odd. Um, it is based on the Society of Adventurers and Explorers. However, it's not, it has nothing to do with the Disney Plus series. 
they're they're doing a series and a movie about the same thing that don't interact with one another or not even based on anything. The new feature project is different. Stra- sounds like strategy happening at Disney. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the new feature project is different from the upcoming Disney plus series. That's also based on the uh, SEA ride. Is it a ride? Hollywood Reporter is calling it a ride. I don't know that it's a, I, I've never yeah. been on that ride. Uh, Moore's series is set in the magic kingdom universe. Now, this is a new thing for me. It, I guess this came out last year, the, this Ma- Magic Kingdom universe. Okay. It's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but this uh-huh. is with the Magic Kingdom. So apparently, Disney's sort of on this path of making movies set in the Magic Kingdom with uh, themed lands and characters of Disney's parks and classic films exist in another reality. So where they can really expound on the stories of sort of minor characters within Magic Kingdom. And is make this, whole entire movies based on them. Let me ask you, because I'm trying to gauge my understanding. Yeah. Okay. Is the Jungle Cruise movie, like, would that be part of that? Would that be that? Or this is not that at all? This is not that at all. Yeah, this would be <laughs> so something different. Okay, so this is from uh, an article. Basically, it's like nine pressing questions about Ronald Moore's Magic Kingdom universe. <laughs> this is from earlier this year. Uh, number one, the first question, who asked for this? Which I think is a valid question. <laughs> The elevator pitch for the Society of Explorers and Adventurers conjures up images of a Ready Player One style fandom validation machine, which I think it's a good turn of phrase. Fandom validation machine, which I also think is like a nostalgia bomb. It's like it's just, you know, you got to be validated. Oh, the thing that you like, we like it, too. So come and see the movie that we're putting it in. Oh, so, OK, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, which cool. is like, what's the point of that? <laughs> Money. Uh, the themed lands and characters of the Disney parks and classic films is such a sufficiently broad set of ideas that it could include a Gulliver's travel style romp from the pride lands of the Lion King to the fairy tale realm of Cinderella to Robin Hood, or it could pit the various Epcot nations against each other in a geopolitical thriller. I mean, it's all just like, so oh, go being away. Funny. No, I think it's just the reporter being funny, but it's like, oh, there's no like limit. There's no box. There's no container to set it in. You could literally take. So the idea apparently is uh, to explore the characters of the Magic Kingdom, uh, like the seaboat captain from the Jungle Cruise or the prospector from Big Thunder Mountain. Okay. Or the climbers of the Matterhorn as part of the world of Society of Explorers and Adventurers. And uh, the uh, Hollywood reporter makes it a point says to be clear, none of those characters or storylines are currently on the table at the stage, but it is sort of a general idea about this is, this is how into the weeds you can, you can go in the magic kingdom universe. I think it sounds completely ridiculous. This is the last thing that we need, but it's a way to sort of maintain your IP, I guess. Weird stuff, man. So it's basically you're making movies about characters that have come from the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, from the Mad. Yep, exactly. So it's the okay. Magic Kingdom that. So how is the Jungle Cruise not part, like not that? I think I think it lives the magic the the Magic Kingdom universe is sort of like under this man's sort of helm. Like uh, Kevin Feige is doing the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so everything under that universe is with him. Okay. Yeah, I think it, I think that's why because this man didn't produce the Jungle Cruise movie. Which is the problem that you get and how convoluted it can get if you sort of branch out multiple times in the same direction, basically. Right. Maybe a company that's worth 70, 80 billion should have a strategy about such things and, and stick to it. But I they agree. hear money and they're like, yeah, you do it. You do it. You do it. We don't care. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's weird. I, I don't I don't know. 
Magic Kingdom fine. universe. Yeah, I just don't. Like I guess it. it'll I be know, fine. Man. The Magic Kingdom is. I think that they should be very careful with. Well, they're not careful with anything, but <laughs> no one's listening to me. But I think that the Magic Kingdom is something that you should be very careful with. Magic Kingdom was the term that they used for Disneyland, and then of course it was the official title of the Magic of the Disneyland style park in Florida. It's Walt's vision is his dream. It's the, you know, the main street USA with the castle, at the center, it's the, it's the diamond in their crown. So for them to be whoring it out to, to, you know, anyone who wants to make a story about whatever characters happen to be in there. I don't know that that's necessarily right. Or if you're going to do it, be very, very careful about how you do it and pick one person and go with it and have a, and have some sort of strategy behind it. It seems that they're just like, Oh, a series. Oh, this same thing, different people. What, what, are, they, what right. are you doing? I mean, and the Society of uh, Adventure Explorers and Adventurers, I think, is the acronym um, for C. It started like in Tokyo and they sort of brought it through and stretched that narrative through different rides you know, across the parks. I think I want to say there's one park. Every park in the world has like a, a little nod to this. It's sort of like a thing that they're stretching. out. I think Joe Rohde started it, the, the C, whatever. And it sort of lends itself well enough to being its own little microcosm of content because there's so many people involved and it's these people who go all over the world and adventure and explore and like that is okay. That's cool. But to develop movies based on just weird portions of the park. Yeah, it it feels very, I don't know, man, aggressive, I guess is what I want to say, but I don't really mean like aggressive. It just, it it feels easy. I get a gross feeling about it. I got to take a shower. (laughs) <laughs> okay it seems to me of like you're trying to get blood out of the rock at this point mm. like you've just squeezed you're just what else can we squeeze out of this thing yeah as but- opposed to like letting it just be this wonderful place it's like how much more can we wring out of this freaking place yeah and and on the one hand it's original content and yep. that's what we've sort of like railed on for for several years now it's like oh good sure. here we go with another remake that's cool Yep, but they're already doing they're already doing two <laughs> two programs on the same thing. So already that sort of defeats the purpose of of branching out. But I I guess short of remaking things, I would love to see just original just original stuff, but still dipping their toe back into oh, let's pull let's do a whole movie on I don't know, man, um one of the dolls from Small World. There you go. That's <laughs> there we're going to do a movie on that. It it's, it makes no sense. It just it's like it's like Going back to to the idea wall and just picking one and go, here you go. That's it. I just don't like it. So this might be along the same lines. I have no idea. But what instead of remaking the Haunted Mansion again. Yeah. I think it might be interesting if there was a movie about like Leota when she was alive or you know what I mean? Like take those characters and that's the same thing. That's the same thing. I, I don't like. Well, that. I, I don't think want that to happen. You do. OK. So on Actually, some level, I don't, I don't know. On some level, you're on board with this. It's I guess. Like. All right. Well, as long as it doesn't suck. Yeah. Well, it's going to. <laughs> oh, well, then I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'll still see it. I'll still check it. I hope so. I, I, I would imagine that the the C uh, series on Disney Plus, I feel like that's going to be the uh, the the temperature, you know, the thermometer in the water to gauge how if people are interested in this. Yeah. You know how well received this concept actually is and then how deep they want to go with whatever a Magic Kingdom universe is. Are we going right. to get some show set in Liberty Square? I don't know. And I guess like part of the problem with the with the Jungle Cruise movie is it had nothing to do with the ride. It was just called it was literally a cruise through the jungle. And that's as far as any sort of Disney IP it got. It was as close to anything it got. 
And right. And also, P.S., that wasn't an original story. We all saw the mummy. Yeah. But I feel like that is cheating in a way. And I, they're just slapping the Jungle Cruise name on it. That could have been anything. It could have, it could have had nothing to do with the parks. And so I hope that doesn't go. I hope these movies don't go that way. The Magic Kingdom universe. I hope it doesn't just go. Well, we're just waving a map over the Magic Kingdom over the script and be like, well, that's the Magic Kingdom universe now. It has nothing to do right. with it. If you're going to do it, it needs to involve a little bit more of the story of maybe the area where that thing comes from. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see as this sort of you know progresses. Yeah. I'm sick of the word universe being used everywhere. The ears up universe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> Let's go. I'm tired. Let's I'm go. tired. I'm tired. There's so much news that is coming out about this company that I don't like today. And it just bothers me. <laughs> uh, wait, there was something else. What, what was the other thing that came out today? Were you talking it about was... it during the break? I don't know. Oh. I can't remember. Phantasmic's back. That's exciting. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. I felt like there was something else. You were talking and I was like, oh, that's something else that came out. But I can't remember it now. So what a wet, what a wet mop of an ending. Yeah. This whole show was weird in the second half, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. As opposed for to the in. normal show we usually put on. Oh, we're on all cylinders, usually. <laughs> I bet I think your neighbor threw us off taking a shower. I don't know. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I appreciate it. And uh, Jeremy and I will be back next week, I hope, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Putting you on the spot there, Jer. We'll figure something out. Yeah. All right, everybody. Take care. We'll see you. My goodness.